let's talk about compassion. My name is Van Puchert, and this is Finding Frequency. So you pretty much have to be a very heartless person not to feel something these couple of weeks. Just look around you, look at what's going on. There are so many people out there fighting to be heard. It's also a time that I had to relearn a very important lesson. You see, I felt it was important not to stay silent, but to add my voice, to start speaking out about the things that I believe in and my experiences. But luckily, a good friend of mine pointed out to me that it's perhaps a time to stop and really listen to what people are saying. And this brings me to the next message that I want to share with you. It took me a little bit of time to figure out what I wanted to say to go along with it. And perhaps in this case, once again, it's not about what I say, but it's about what we hear. So I want to invite you to join me to hear what my friend Jerrica has to say. Hi, I'm Jerrica Cleland, and I'm a narrative alchemist. And basically that means I create magic through the transformative power of story. My work mostly manifests as an independent film director and screenwriter, and sometimes as a cinematographer in animated feature films. I grew up as a filmmaker at Pixar in its early days, designing camera and staging for Toy Story 2 and Finding Nemo. I have an eclectic geographic background, but in my heart and soul, I'm from British Columbia on the rugged and beautiful west coast of Canada. This is where I live and make my home. Werner and I met a few years ago in a medieval castle in Poland at the College of Extraordinary Experiences. That particular place and time created a lot of deep bonds and strong relationships, and we've stayed in touch ever since. It's funny, I guess like a lot of people, I've been on a personal journey through this that has been quite deep and transformative. But in my case, it has little to do with the pandemic. My family and I already lived and worked and schooled from home. So in that sense, there's been little change or adaptation needed due to the lockdown. We live in the woods, on the sea. Our day-to-day -day lives are filled with the beauty of nature and the freedom to roam. The biggest change for us, other than watching the world in alarm and horror and deep concern, has been that we used to travel frequently and now we are firmly rooted at home. This is the first spring I have seen here in more than five years. It is the first time I'm not subconsciously counting the number of days since I got here or until I leave again. I sleep in my own bed every night. I can leave something out for a few days and come back to it when I'm ready. These are all fresh experiences for me, inaccessible for a frequent traveler, and they're providing a new base of stability and foundation that is essential for the level of transformation that I'm going through. My personal journey is more about navigating cancer treatment during a global pandemic. I was diagnosed with stage 2B breast cancer last September and decided on the day I got the news that I would make every effort to see this through a lens of joy and to take the experience as an opportunity for deep personal transformation. It turns out joy has been pretty difficult to hold on to through the dark paths this disease walks you through, but it's been a good reminder to aim for it. The self-work and changes within and without have been significant. I wouldn't wish this on anyone. But cancer and uncertainty have both been powerful teachers and I've learned many lessons and gained a lot of insight. A global pandemic is a strange time to need medical attention. As a result, I've been up close and personal with the people and systems that are on the front lines of this. I return home from Europe March 12th, just as the airports and borders start closing. I quarantine for two weeks. I have surgery scheduled for April 7th. At first, I'm terrified they will cancel it, as that will have severe ramifications to me, setting my own healing and recovery back a year or more. 
but they deem it essential. Then I start thinking about being in the hospital in times like these. I realize I'm in the category of those with underlying conditions. Even though I'm healthy now and feel strong and vital, I contemplate that if it comes to having to choose who to put on a ventilator, I might not make that list. My value to society has already been judged and measured. I take precautions and risks with this in mind, navigate appointments with multiple health screenings, questionnaires, disinfecting procedures, masks. Going into the city becomes a dystopian experience. PA announcements about COVID-19 procedures echo in the near empty car ferry parking lot. People avoid each other, afraid even to pass, avoid eye contact, boarded up stores and restaurants, road and park closures. In the beautiful seaside city of Vancouver in spring, life tries to assert itself fantastically in the lush natural world and in a stilted, asphyxiated way in human society. I get the care I need from overworked and stressed medical people. Everyone is doing their best. My own instinct is to focus on enriching emotional connection. I make eye contact, reach out personally, smile, joke around, ask about others, express gratitude, express a lot of gratitude. Other things I've learned, celebrate the positive, be exuberant, connect to whatever brings you joy, be honest, live your truth. This is the way through. Life will not be the same, not for me as I go through all the hurdles before me, physically, emotionally, mentally, and certainly not for society. There is pain. I've experienced so much over this period that it makes me sensitive and aware of the suffering of others, the fear, loss, and grief over loved ones, and the inexplicable politics raging around the value of human life. I see a system, a human ecosystem in pain and disease, forced to introspect, to shift and adapt in order to survive, staggering under the weight of the ramifications, both in present reality and in those yet to come. This echoes my own journey so closely. I have had to delve deep, rewiring all my instincts, reconsidering priorities and relationships. This pandemic forces us all to do the same, which is what we need, to walk through the darkness and allow it to change us so that we may rebuild a healthier society for the future. My own way forward has been through greater emotional connection, being to being, and deeper compassion. This, I think, is the key for us all. Thank you.